0: Let's go. Hey girls, and welcome back to another episode of Free From Ben Eating with Breed. Today, I'm gonna to go through a question that I had on Instagram about a month ago. I answered it on my stories, but I wanna go into more detail here because I think it's something that a lot of people face in the food freedom journey. The question was essentially, you know, how do I tell the difference between accepting cravings and overindulgence, or kind of how do I find the balance between those two? So I'm going to go into that in this episode, kind of distinguishing between the two and also go a little bit into more detail on what even are cravings, like why might we have cravings? So let's get into it. Now I know when practicing food freedom, it can feel difficult at times to really know, okay, is this me, you know, going with the flow and accepting this craving and not having these rigid rules anymore? or is this me just saying yes to everything and anything and it's just going overboard it's overindulgence like what's the difference between those two so on the one hand you know you want to lift the restrictions give yourself that unconditional permission to eat let go of that idea in your mind that there's you know this forbidden fruit but on the other hand you still want to respect your boundaries that you've set for yourself your fullness cues and not make yourself feel sick all the time so if you're always accepting every single food craving even if not hungry isn't that overindulgence? Do we really want to be doing that? Now, I'm going to tell you my take on it and I'm sure there are varying opinions on this. So, I'm just going to share mine. You don't have to agree with it, but it's what I found has definitely worked for me over the years. So, you get to define what overindulging even is for you. It's different for everyone. You know, maybe some person feels happy with defining or seeing overindulgence as having two desserts per day. Like that's overindulgence for them, and that's fine and they Don't feel like they're restricted by, you know, not having two desserts or more than two desserts per day. Someone else might find having two desserts or more just totally acceptable. It doesn't bother them. They don't feel like it's overindulgence and that's fine. You know you best. Therefore, you know when you feel like you actually are going overboard. You know when you're going past these boundaries that you've set for yourself and maybe you haven't consciously, you know, sat down and like wrote out what these boundaries are, but you'll know that feeling when you're kind of just you're overstepping those boundaries, you're going a bit beyond what feels good for you to go into a bit more detail on what are those boundaries so instead of those rigid rules that you may have lived by before when you were you know excessively dieting and restricting things like "Oh, you're not allowed more than one sweet per day or you're not allowed any chocolate this whole month and you know with those rules, if you break them, it's like you need to be punished and you've been bad, and you've ruined your day but with food freedom, you're encouraged to have boundaries they're They're to really protect your energy, to actually make you feel your best and make you feel good. They're flexible, they're not rigid like those rules are. So there's no failing or breaking them. There's no punishment or guilt if you don't obey or like live by them. They're just these rough guidelines that you mostly try to stick to. They just keep you feeling your best. So an example could be, you know, I try to minimize cookies and brownies because they really spike my blood sugar, but I have them time to time because they're delicious. Another boundary might be, I mostly eat to about eight out of 10 fullness because I don't want to go into that food coma afterwards or I want to still be able to be concentrated at work afterwards. So in my mind, when you overstep these food boundaries, you might call that overindulgence. Now, the question is, should you always accept every craving? Food freedom would tell you, you know, we shouldn't resist foods, we shouldn't restrict them, what we crave, you know, will only get bigger. That craving will only get more intense if we ignore this craving. We must honor all cravings. And you probably even heard me say that previously on Instagram or wherever, like maybe a few years ago. But I think over the years, since I've sort of distanced myself further from the whole like disordered eating space, like my own journey, how I've come further out of that. And I feel like I'm just much more in a level-headed, clear space around food, I wanna challenge this a little bit. So firstly, it's in the name. Food freedom is about freedom. It's about freedom of choice. You have a choice whether you wanna accept that craving. That craving does not control you. It's it's not for you to say yes to anytime a little craving comes into your mind. You don't have to be like, oh my God, yes, we have to accept this craving. We have to always honor it. Like, no, you actually have a choice. You're the boss, not the craving. Maybe it's just not a practical time for you to accept this craving. Maybe you're busy in work meetings. Maybe you know you'll be eating a meal in an hour, so you don't want to fill up on this craving food. Maybe you've been trying to eat a little bit healthier lately, improve your digestion, improve your skin, improve your energy levels, and this craving food, you know, just kind of brings you down a little bit. So you're, you're just going to say no to it right now. It's okay to say no to foods. It's not always oh my God, me saying no equals restriction, equals going back to old ways, equals binge eating and all that terrible stuff. I think there definitely is a place for accepting these cravings. And I think it really comes, especially at the start of your food freedom journey. That first step in that journey, that first phase is really about you saying yes, because you've been saying no for so many years. And it's it's been in this very extreme way. It's been no, because you don't deserve that, because you're too heavy because we need to like starve ourselves, blah, blah, blah. It's, it's not coming from a good place. So the first phase in your food freedom journey, it really does need the yeses, yes to all these cravings, yes to letting foods that we haven't allowed for so long. I think that there's such an important place for that. But I think it comes a little bit further into the journey when you start to be like, okay, we don't have to say yes to every single thing anymore. And so going back to like you having a choice whether you wanna accept a craving, Maybe also, you know, by you accepting this craving this time, you feel like you're going to be overstepping one of those boundaries. Like maybe your boundary at the moment is, you know, I prefer to eat more whole foods than processed foods. So maybe accepting this craving all the time is going to be you overstepping that boundary and it's not going to make you feel the best physically or mentally. To me, food freedom is about releasing those shoulds and the rules. So if you think that food freedom tells you that like you should always accept every craving. To me that's just another rule and it's another black and white. And what I've learned over the years is food freedom, like just eating, you know, quote unquote normally, it's there are no rules. It's so much more fluid and flexible and you don't have to you don't have to do anything. There's no must, there's no should. It's what do you want to do now? What fits the life you want to be living? How do you want to feel? How can you do that most of the time? How can you do your best as much as you can, but also having that like openness to yeah, we're gonna have brownies and cookies and pizza sometimes too, and that's fine, and we're not gonna feel terrible about it. So it's releasing those rules. You don't always have to accept the craving. You don't always have to eat when you feel that slightest bit hungry. You know, you don't always have to honor the hunger signals every single time. Sometimes you you can be hungry. Maybe again, like you're busy all day and you you don't have to feel bad because you you know, didn't obey or they didn't honor your body signals. Yes, we want to do it most of the time, but it's okay. Like, we don't have to be so dogmatic about it. You don't always have to have your ex-binge foods in the house, proving to yourself that you know, like, you're okay about them being in the kitchen. That you can trust yourself. Like, sometimes maybe you just don't want it in the house because your envir- environment matters. And having that food there, it's not like you're out of control. You don't trust yourself, but just having it there, like. We know in terms of behavior and habits that it will just, it's obvious, it's easy to grab. So it's gonna make you more likely to eat it. And again, maybe going back to your boundaries, you wanna eat a bit healthier lately. So it's okay if you don't want that thing in your house. It's completely up to you what you wanna do. I'm gonna pause right there for a minute to share something with you. So if you've been listening so far and feel like you're ready to start your recovery journey with me, I've got the perfect springboard. That is my free masterclass, why you're still binge eating and how to stop. It's a 35 minute free video masterclass where I'll walk through all of the reasons you might still be binging. Then I'll give you three actionable steps to stop binge eating. So if you're looking for actual results in your life, want to never binge again, trust me, I know the feeling. I was stuck for 10 years doing that. Then head to the show notes to get instant access today. I'll also gift you something for joining me at the masterclass, but I'll leave that surprise for you to find out for yourself life is just so damn short and it's not worth feeling so miserable unhappy unhealthy with binging taking over so watch the masterclass today to start your new life okay let's get back into the show so it's okay if you don't want that thing in your house it's completely up to you what you want to do something that doesn't get talked about very much in this food freedom space because i think a lot of people online are talking to the person who's at the first step in their journey. So going back to what I said earlier, so important to have these yeses, 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 accept the cravings, honor, listen to your body, blah, blah, blah. Like that is so needed, especially at the start. So I think a lot of people talk to that person and you know they say, cravings are there, we've got to honor them, we've got to listen to it. But I think it's important to note that cravings aren't always caused by us restricting this specific food. Like let's say it's chocolate, the craving of chocolate isn't always there just because you've been withholding it and you know it's caused that forbidden fruit effect where we want what we can't have and we kind of obsess over this thing. It's not always down to that. Yes, it probably is if you've been doing this like extreme dieting thing, restricting, and you're at that first stage in your food freedom journey. So that's why we do wanna be saying yes to get rid of that forbidden fruit effect and make us sort of desensitize this feeling we have about chocolate, make it sort of normalized, expose ourselves to it often, So it becomes whatever, it's just another food, it's delicious and we trust ourselves with it. But cravings can come down to all sorts of physical and mental reasons. And I'll name a few, let's go through them. So in terms of physical causes, it can come down to things like leptin and ghrelin imbalances. So those are the hunger and fullness hormones and imbalances in those may cause certain people to experience more food cravings than others. Pregnancy is another one. Hormonal changes in pregnancy may influence your smell and taste receptors, in turn, causing you to experience some intensified cravings. PMS, again, down to hormones. Estrogen and progesterone that occur right before your period may intensify cravings, especially for carb-rich foods. A big one is lack of sleep. Too little or poor quality sleep can really disturb, again, your hormones, responsible for regulating hunger, fullness, and sleep-wake cycles, again, intensifying food cravings, especially in the evenings. Another one that I think was probably a big one for me back in my days is a nutrient-poor diet. Because I was, first of all, not eating enough food in the day because I was always trying to compensate for binges, and then a huge amount of my calories came from binge foods, which for me were mostly nutrient-poor. So nutrients like protein and fiber can help you feel full, and a diet low in these nutrients may cause you to feel hungry or experience cravings, even if you've otherwise eaten enough calories. Another one, not enough water. Poor hydration can really intensify feelings of hunger or cravings. Even your gut flora, there's some evidence that the type of bacteria in your gut may increase the frequency and type of cravings you have. Physical activity, so an increase in your level of activity, even just by walking more, may help reduce food cravings. And conversely, moving less can increase food cravings. Highly processed foods, there's some evidence that highly processed foods rich in added fat and sugar may cause addiction-like symptoms in turn possibly increasing cravings and to me this is a really big one this one is important to note because the sort of the rhetoric of we must accept every single craving honor it honor it honor it I think that becomes problematic when you look at this for example like us honoring every time we have that chocolate craving it's almost potentially a bit of a cycle where it's going to make us continuously crave it even more that's why as well I think it's important as you go further into your food freedom journey to start to learn to be able to say no to foods and no to cravings at times. Of course, it doesn't have to be all the time, but to know how to say no can be very helpful in actually then further lessening cravings. Interestingly, there's also evidence that eating a craved food less frequently may be more effective at reducing the craving for that food than eating it in small portions when you crave it. So again, that skill in learning how to say no to a craving sometimes and not feel stressed or tension about it, be able to move on, powerful stuff. Of course, there are mental reasons why you might have cravings, things like stress, increase in cortisol hormone, high cortisol levels may be linked to hunger cravings and a higher likelihood of stress or binge eating behaviors. Another is even your personality. Some evidence suggests that people who are more impulsive or have higher scores of measures on measures of addictive personality may have a higher likelihood of experiencing food cravings. And another is your mood. Certain moods may trigger cravings for specific foods. For example, negative moods appear to often spark cravings for comfort foods. And another reason why you might have cravings, aside from you know the whole forbidden fruit thing, is your eating context. Your brain can associate eating a specific food to a specific context, like craving popcorn when you go to the movies. So to summarize, when we're practicing food freedom, I think first of all, It's super important to allow these foods that you've been restricting for possibly years to have the yeses, to accept the cravings, especially, you know, in the first stages. It really helps normalize those foods and allow your mind to see that they're, you know, they're not off limits anymore. It's okay to have them. It helps you to stop obsessing so much about those foods as well, which is just all positive things, right? But I want you to know that you don't always have to accept every single craving that pops up. You're not at the mercy of these cravings. You get to decide if you'd like to listen to that craving or not. You also get to decide whether it feels like overindulging or not. You'll probably know that it feels like overindulging if, you know, you have that feeling, you've overstepped that boundary, even even if it's not a consciously set boundary, maybe you have set that consciously of, you know, how you want to feel, how you want to protect your energy and, you know, the foods that you take in do affect your energy, they affect how you feel, they affect your mood. They affect you physically. So if you feel like you saying yes to the craving often or all the time does feel like overindulgence, then then it does. And you get to learn how to not always listen to that craving you get to most of the time, you know, listen to those fullness cues as well. And if you need help finding food freedom that, you know, doesn't feel like you're constantly saying yes to every single craving, every single food, where you're scared of restricting in any form or manner, I really encourage you to check out the 30 Day Reboot course. You're going to learn how to get back to you, get back to eating normally, get back to Food feeling just easy and free, and you feeling clear headed about it all. There are no triggers around food, there's no stress around it. It's simply food. So, hopefully, this cleared things up for you and even gave you some hope that, you know, food freedom it means freedom for you. And it doesn't It doesn't have to have, food freedom doesn't itself have to be full of rules and shoulds and shouldn'ts. Thanks for tuning in. And by the way, if you have any questions like this, anything that's on your mind that you want answered in detail in the podcast, DM me on Instagram at freewithbreed. Thanks for tuning in. I'll see you guys next time. And that's the scoop for today. I hope you enjoyed the episode and learned something new that you can start applying to your life. It really helps my podcast to grow and reach more women who are struggling as well when you rate and review. So if you got a spare minute, I would appreciate it so much if you could rate and review. And if you took something from this episode, it would mean the world to me if you could share it with someone in your life change someone's day, mood, or even their life. Be that person. I know I absolutely love it when my sister sends me podcast episodes. It just shows me she's thinking of me and she wants to help me elevate alongside her. As always, feel free to DM me on Instagram at freewithbreed. I'm always open for feedback and let me know what you want me to speak about on the podcast because after all, this podcast is for you. Okay, that's it from me. Have a wonderful rest of your day and I will see you next time.